I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. is no secret that my top manifesting hack is my daily use of subliminal audios. I mean, mostly because I'm lazy and I get to manifest in my sleep. What a goddamn dream. Who wouldn't love it? Subliminal messaging has been around for years. The Guardian published an article back in 2007 stating that scientists have found that subliminal messages leave a mark on the brain. And that's why everyone from Apple to Coca-Cola have infamously used it in their advertising campaigns. Subliminal stimuli are any sensory stimuli below a person's threshold for conscious perception, i.e. you think you're just listening to a relaxing piece of music, but boom, there are hundreds, if not thousands of powerful statements and affirmations beneath the music that you can't hear with your conscious brain. These affirmations can have distinct impacts on people's thoughts and behaviour. Choose from a range including perfect health, wealth and success, beauty and confidence, fertility, weight loss, meet your soulmate, peaceful and present parent, happy kids and so much more. Easily download onto your phone or live stream when exercising, cooking dinner, in the bath or my personal favourite as you go to sleep as part of your daily mindset practice. Go to francescaamber.com to get yours. Hi, I'm Francesca. Welcome to Law of Attraction Changed My Life. If my sound quality sounds particularly good this week, it's because I'm surrounded by fucking laundry. It is like a Chinese laundry in this room. Um, Washing for two newborns, as well as your usual washing, hashtag washing talk, is a different fucking level. But anyway, let's get on with it. You may have noticed I was absent last Friday. There is a good reason. That is because I went into labour on Tuesday and had my baby girls. Um, It was very, very, very surprising. And I'm going to tell you all about it today. So, so many people have asked me about um, the girls and when they were born and so many questions. And so I thought I would do an episode today rather than just giving myself a few weeks off. I thought, let me do an episode today all about the events of the last week. So if this isn't for you, Tune in next week and it's going to be back to normal law of attraction. But this is still law of attraction, but it's just what has been happening in the last week. There may be talk of blood, pissing yourself, vaginas, uh, nipples that are bleeding. Look, that's my disclaimer. Don't pass out. 
So last Tuesday, which was the 22nd, um, I decided to do a maternity photo shoot with a girl in my village. I had wanted to do a shoot because I'd never done one before. And I'm very aware that this is, as much as I can say for certain, I feel like this is definitely my last pregnancy and my last babies. So I thought, you know what, I can't let this stage of my life go by and not have a maternity photo shoot. And so last Tuesday, Bohemia and I dressed up in the most ridiculous outfits. It's only now when I look back, um, I fully walked through my village in a bikini, a skin coloured bikini and a full length, what I can only describe as a lace body stocking. Look, I'm going to put it all on my stories on my Instagram at Francesca Amber. So if you want to see that shit, head over there. Um, that is what I was walking around my village in. But I think I was just so pregnant. I did not care. So after getting ready for it, doing my hair, doing Bo's hair, we had to walk up a hill to find this sunset. We had to walk down Dale to find a stream. It was quite hard going. I don't know if you remember my podcast last week, but I was really struggling with the last bit of my pregnancy. I was struggling just to perform basic tasks um, and to bend lower than the waist. So the photo shoot did kind of take it out on me. Um, but little did I know that just three hours after taking the last picture that both of my babies would be born three hours, three hours at 36 weeks. This is not in the plan. Um, so Bo and I drove back to my house and still dressed in the ridiculous get up as for mentioned. And I get out of my car and I start pissing myself or what I thought was we, And then I realized, oh, no, this isn't coming from a wee place. This is coming from a vag. Um, It was more water than I have ever had come out of me in one go. And so I'm just standing on my driveway at dusk in a full length body lace thing looking like I'm pissing myself. So I'm very aware that I look like I'm just standing there looking crazy and so this woman's walking past with her dog and I'm like uh, my waters are breaking what what do I do can you help me so Bo hears the commotion and is kind of freaking out falls out of the car into a holly bush in my front garden which is so spiky poor, poor little thing she's got scratches all over her she falls in the holly bush starts screaming is freaking out I'm still got water gushing up from my body this poor woman has to send get her husband to send the dog home and then she comes into the house with us and God bless that woman. She lives on my street, apparently, but I don't actually know which number. I don't know her name. But she came in. She helped Bohemia because Bo was freaking out, man. She was like, "Why? what's wrong with mummy? She kept screaming, I just want to go to daddy's house, which she's never said in her life. Um, I think she was really freaked out by it all. Um so the lady sorted it out, took her into her bedroom, got her undressed because she was still in this freaking flower fairy costume cut type thing, like this dress. Um, got her dressed into like pajamas and a night and a and a dressing gown, while I just sat on the toilet. And more and more and more of this water came out. So my mum takes me to the hospital, and within ten minutes of my water's breaking. I am starting to have contractions every like five to ten minutes. It is so crazy how quickly it happened and my podcast last week I was saying about how I was really struggling with the end part of pregnancy 
it I felt like my body had physically had enough I couldn't do anything I even phoned the hospital and was like I don't think I can hold on until the 29th I think I'm gonna have to come in early and have them and they were like well you can't really because then they would be too early and they'd need special care I hadn't had these um I was booked in to have steroid injections on the weekend and covid tests and stuff to strengthen their lungs I hadn't had any of that stuff and so it is kind of crazy how I was like, I just want the end of this pregnancy to come. And my God, it did much sooner than I thought. So I go into hospital, contractions get out of control. I'm on gas and air. I'm high as a kite, loving life, knickers on the floor, ready to go into theatre. Um, the baby's dad could not come to the birth because he was in London. And I literally, from my waters breaking to them being born, was about two and a half, three hours. So, yeah, that was out of the picture, unfortunately. And so my sister came. And the good thing about having my sister come and be my birth partner, number one, she knows it all. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I actually mean she genuinely knows it all. She was just taking control she was like right as soon as you feel a contraction come start to have the gas net they didn't tell me that like none no one else no other fucker there told me there were 20 people in that fucking room no one else told me that my sister was like really getting through to me through my pain um and also she is known in my family as the paparazzi that girl took so many pictures and videos i am going to make an entire story on my instagram about the birth i I can barely bring myself to watch them because it is like, it's like the hangover part four, the birth. It's like no one's in control. Everyone's on drugs. No one knows what's happening. I'm sure they all knew what they were doing, but it is just the funniest. I'm going to post it on there. If you want to have a look, go check it out. Um, But she luckily recorded and photographed everything because she knows how much that I wanted that and how much Bo wanted that. And I'm sure how much the girls want it in the future. And yeah, within... A short space of time, both girls were born completely healthy, absolutely fine. And despite being born at 36 weeks, they needed no NICU, no special care, and they started breastfeeding straight away. So I feel like with the law of attraction, there's some things that are like non-negotiables for me. And some of my non-negotiables are like, I wanted girls. I only wanted girls. I'm sure we're all aware of that by now. Um, I didn't want any NICU time because for me, I feel like, well, I feel for most people, it's important to have near enough constant skin to skin contact and to establish breastfeeding. And so that for me was like, it's a non-negotiable. I do not want my children to be given formula. I do not want them in NICU. Obviously, if they needed it, I would have had to. But those are the things that I was most worried about having twins. And luckily, despite being born early without the steroid injections, all that shit, everything went absolutely perfectly. I was only in hospital for two days and then I came home. Like it just all went like a dream. We'll be back after a quick break. Hi, this is Ross, the host of Smells Like Humans. Each week we talk about the curious things that people do. Fans say it's like hanging out with your funny friends. If you like lighthearted conversation, personal stories, and a hint of psychology, chances are we are discussing something relevant to you. Like relationships, dreams, phobias, weddings, work, cults, a hundred topics and counting. Sometimes silly, sometimes serious, but always fun. Please join us 
because no matter who you are, we all smell like humans. Please click the link in the show notes. And I know I often talk about with the law of attraction, I often use it for seemingly quite ordinary things. You might think, oh, Fran, why have you not used the law of attraction to manifest a yacht? What? Why just the healthy birth of your two children? I mean, I don't know if anyone saw on Instagram the other day, but poor old Chrissy Teigen and uh, John Legend, their their son, their baby boy died. And you look at someone like that and you think they've got all the money in the world. They have the best health care. They would have had the best doctors on that. If that baby could have survived, it would have like they have the best care. And as far as I'm aware, if I remember, I'm sure that they had three IVF embryos and that was their last one. I sound now like I'm I'm a Chrissy Teigen stalker, but I'm sure I don't know where I've seen that, but I'm sure that that's true. And so I think that was like their last baby. And and it died. And it was so sad. If you haven't seen the post on Instagram, it is so, so sad. And it really brought it home to me that like, particularly with multiple births and everything that happens, so many things could have gone wrong. And I do, as always, think it was truly thanks to the law of attraction and having a positive frame of mind, all that kind of stuff that really helped me get through that whole stage and how precious life is and how fragile everything is and how quickly things can go wrong. And so I'm so, so grateful and so, so thankful that everything went right. So the girls are now a week old and I have definitely had my ups and downs. Um, Something that I've struggled with from the beginning of this was the fact that it was a multiple birth and that it was twins. Um, With my first daughter, Bohemia, from the second that she was born, we have had a very, very, very attachment parenting style, very close relationship. I mean, she was pretty much on like physically touching me for the first year and a half of her life like we we were very rarely were not touching each other she was either in a sling we were co-sleeping and I just struggled in my mind with how I would manage to do that with two babies and safely and I think that's something that I have struggled with all along and when they were first born I really felt like wow how do I do this with two um like for example the first night in the hospital with Bo I I slept with her and I woke up next morning and I was like wow that was amazing this time the smaller baby um I slept with I took all her clothes off and I put her down my night dress and had skin to skin contact all night she slept on my chest all night but then the other baby had to just sort of sleep next to me so it's it's really I know some people wouldn't struggle with this but with me I really I did I was like how do I divide my attention between these two little souls and actually between three because I've still got Bowie obviously and that is something that I am working on every day I've had a terrible weekend if I'm honest the first weekend I had them I had to go and stay at my mum's house because I couldn't lift myself in and out of bed and so I couldn't be left at home on my own um, and so I went and stayed with my mum for a couple of days and I think the combination of not being in my own home not being able to drive I even forgot my purse as well so I had no money not that like I needed any money to spend I got into real difficulties with breastfeeding. I was finding it so painful. And luckily, 
thank God, my sister and my mum and my nan were all so, so helpful. And my sister said, it takes a village to raise a baby. And she, and she was right. She's like, I've needed, I've needed my family around me and I've needed help. And I think that's maybe why with retrospect, there's a lot of reasons why I think I have twins. And I feel like the main reason is probably too personal to share, but maybe one day we'll see. I might do a podcast drunk. Um, Oh God, I can drink again now. What a fucking delight. Uh, But yeah, I feel like with Bowie, especially after my divorce, I've been very, very independent. And it's always been like, no, it's just me and her and we're fine, just the two of us. And I think what having twins has taught me is that no man is an island. And they always say when you look at your family, you should imagine you around a Christmas table, like a dinner table in 10 years time. What do you see? And I know that when I saw just me and Bo, that's not what I wanted. That's not what I wanted for her. It's not what I wanted for me. But old habits die hard. And it's so difficult to let people in when you've been hurt in the past. And so I think having twins has really taught me that, yeah, no man is an island and I, and I can't do this solely by myself. I need their dad. I need my family. I need my friends. And I, and I love that this, this is what this is teaching me and what a beautiful lesson. And I'm really, really embracing it. It's a very different journey from me and Bohemia, but it is a beautiful journey. So I did ask on my Instagram, if you're not following me, it's at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Um, if you had any questions to do with the babies and them being born and all that jazz. And overwhelmingly, the most asked question by a number of people was, what are their names and what do they mean? So their names are Reva and Laveau. I absolutely love them. I tossed and turned about names for so fucking long um and I changed my mind so many times for a little while they were Reva and Safina um then (laughs) one week that I think I was feeling particularly crazy uh Peaches and Primrose I had Juniper, Tabitha I had had every name but we've gone with Reva and Laveau and they're the ones that have kind of stuck over the last couple of months so Laveau is a very old French name. I mean, it, it comes from valley, the French word for valley. Uh, but I went to New Orleans two years ago. I'd never been to the southern states before and I fell in love. If you've never been to Louisiana or any, any southern state and eaten their food, I beg you, please, as soon as this pandemic is over, catch a flight go eat some buttery fucking food because it all tastes delicious. Anyway, in New Orleans, pretty much everything is all surrounded around uh, Marie Laveau, who was the queen of voodoo. She was a very powerful mixed race woman, which to be in a Southern state back, back in yesteryear, to be a woman of colour and to be so powerful and she did so much good. I mean, she might've done a bit bad as well. We don't know. Um, I just, I found it very inspirational. And when I saw her name, like we went to her grave, bit creepy, um, but we went to her grave and I was like, Laveau is the most beautiful name I've ever heard. Would it be crazy if I called my future daughter Laveau? And my friends, John and Kay were like, 
No, that would not be crazy. You called your first child Bohemia, go with it. And so it's always been in my little uh, book of names for the last couple of years. And I just, I didn't have the guts 100% to call her Laveau because my friend Susie loves to take the piss. And when she came around and she's like, oh, are you still going to call the baby LeBron? And I was like, you know full well, it is not LeBron, but um, I'm going with it. I've gone with it. It's too late. I've put it on Instagram. So it's pretty much official. Um, And then the other baby was a lot easier to name. And that is Reva. Reva was a name that I've had for a long time. I originally wanted River. um, And then the baby's dad and I watched um, that Oscar Pistorius. (laughs) This sounds, look, don't judge me. I do love a murder documentary. I love a bit of crime. Um, And we were watching the Oscar Pistorius documentary. documentary on Amazon Prime and he obviously tragically killed his girlfriend Reva Steenkamp who was a beautiful South African model and I was like Reva that's what we should have we shouldn't have River we should have Reva and you wouldn't believe how many people have told me since oh that was on my list of baby names for my daughter but I went with whatever instead um so i'm hoping it doesn't become really popular now i've had it but fucking hell i know that laveau and bohemia are never going to become popular they are pretty unique i do like to when i'm choosing a baby name i do like to go on instagram and see who are the top people that come up so i put in laveau and the only person that i could find (laughs) with the first name as Laveau, there's a lot of people with the surname, obviously, um, is a drag queen. And I was like, do you know what? I'm down with that. I'm down with my daughter having the same name as a drag queen. I'm, I'm cool. So Reva is Hebrew for maiden and Laveau, it derives from the French word valley, but it's an old French surname. Swells0712 on Instagram asked, what was it like introducing Bo to her sisters for the first time? So, oh Lord, while I was pregnant, I used to get so anxious, so much anxiety about, was I doing the right thing? What if she hates her sisters? What if this turns our lives upside down? Let me tell you, this kid has been a fucking legend. My ex-husband drove her home from school the day that she came home after we got home from hospital uh, because I can't drive for six weeks, which is super annoying. And she came in the front door. She had made a card at school for them and she could not wait. I'm telling you, she was literally tripping over herself to come and see them. She was smiling the whole time. She's the most gentle ever. She talks to them in a little high-pitched, creepy voice like this. And it's the cutest. She just comes in and says, hello, baby sisters. How are you today? It's okay. I'm here. It's it's the cutest thing you've ever seen. And you know what? It's been a week now. And that facade has not dropped. I don't think it is a facade. It it hasn't dropped. And I did worry that we've built it up for such a long time. And some people might really disagree with this. But as I said before, I do have a very, very close relationship with Bowie. And Bowie was the first person I told that I was pregnant. We live together. We live alone. And I did a test at like 10 o'clock at night. No, she wouldn't have been up at that time. That's a lie. It was nighttime. It was dark. And she was the only person there. So I was just like, 
Bo, there's a baby in my tummy. So I've been really honest with her all the way along. Um, So she's waited a long time for this. And I thought that maybe after the initial excitement wore off, that a day or two in, she'd be like, oh, this is shit. And actually, my mum doesn't have as much time for me. But she is showing such patience, such love and no jealousy whatsoever. And it's absolutely, like I say, how my mum, my nan and my sister have been amazing. Actually, Bohemia has been amazing as well. That first night or two that we were at my mum's, I won't lie, they were pretty grim. And um, one, they were both crying at the same time. I was feeding one of them. And so the other one kind of has to wait. I've now managed to uh, tandem feed, you'll be pleased to know. But at the time, I was feeding just one at a time. And Bo, God bless her, in her sleep, rolls over, comes over to the other side of the bed and strokes Laveau's head and is like, it's okay, baby, mummy won't be long. I mean, this is a four-year-old child. Once again, couldn't have asked for anything more, couldn't have asked for a better response. Um, Swells also asked, how are you doing and how are you adjusting to life as a mum of three and do you have help yes as I said um I've I've been surrounded by love and support and help and I've really found my groove like I found my flow with it um in the last couple of days and so that's been brilliant um and yes adjusting to life as a mum of three it's oh lord I mean there's more washing than I ever thought there would be I definitely don't have enough hands um but it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it's actually an incredible feeling. You know, we all write these lists of our goals and what we want to achieve in the next year and all this kind of stuff. For the last couple of years, pretty much since I got divorced, my goal, my overwhelming thing that I seem to just mention to everyone and everyone knew about me was that I desperately wanted a sibling for my daughter. My family didn't feel complete. I'd been divorced. I didn't know how I was going to complete my family. And despite a few things over the years, it's never been the right thing or the right time and it's or the right situation. And to finally have three healthy daughters, my family is done sew my vagina up, I'm never having another baby. Like that part of my life is done, it's complete. And it's so amazing to tick that box. And you know how they say we can, with a lot of things, we can be in a hedonic treadmill and it's like, oh, I'll be happier once I have a bigger house or a nicer job or this, that and the other. And then obviously when you get there, you might want more and then you want more and you want more. I can truly say I have three healthy daughters I am done. That part of my life is over. I'm going to enjoy um, the babyhood and the child as much as I can. I I can't wait to experience life with them. And that's a crazy thing as well. Sorry, I'm probably just rambling so much here, but I swear it's only this week. Sometimes when Bohemia and I would do things, really lovely things, I'd think, oh, I'm kind of sad that her imaginary hasn't been born yet, hasn't been conceived yet, baby sister is not doing this with us. And I always kind of felt like all the travels and stuff we did, I was like, oh, I wish she was here to enjoy this with us. And now they're here. All three of them are here. And we can actually start living life together. And how fucking wonderful is that? How fucking wonderful is that? And I know that a lot of mums get this thing of like, empty nest syndrome, 100% when Bo goes to university, I'll probably be standing on a bridge. But 
also life is a rich tapestry and I can really appreciate right now it's all about babies it's all about getting my tits out every opportunity feeding changing feeding but one day these girls are going to be teenagers and I might take up some crazy hobby and find new people in my life and maybe buy a kaftan and go to India like life is just full of opportunity and for so long I felt I guess truly stuck I felt truly truly stuck in where I was in life because Bo didn't have a sibling and our family wasn't complete and now it is and I have to say as well their dad is a fucking one a one he is so good with children he's so good with them the love he has for them is incredible I respect him so much he treats bohemia exactly the same as the other two and that is just a joy to see and I'm actually super super grateful to have him in bohemia's life honestly I'm just happy with it all So Adele Doyle on Facebook this time asks, did you buy anything before you got pregnant to manifest them? Yes, I did. I'm glad you asked that question. I love a specific question like that. So uh, probably last year, the tail end of last year, maybe like October to December, I saw this little two pack of baby grows and I didn't like the other one. I got rid of it. But the other one was a little leopard print gray uh, onesie and the leopard print was like really pale pink. Do you know what? I have a picture of Laveau in it. I'll put it on my stories on my Law of Attraction Changed My Life Instagram. And I kept it in a little box and I was always like, right, that is going to be for um, Bo's baby sister because I want to have a baby next year. And when I did the magic in the January with my two friends, the magical magic that got me these baby girls, I actually took that baby grow out of the box, hung it up and I hung it right at the front of my wardrobe. So as soon as you came in, that is what you saw. And yeah, sure enough, two weeks later, that's when I found out I was having them. Um, oh, maybe because I bought a twin pack. <gasps> I never thought of that before. Maybe because I bought a twin pack of clothes. Maybe that's why I got twins. Who knows? I don't have all the answers. Um, anyway, that's, I, people did ask other questions, but I think I've pretty much answered them in how did the birth go? What happened? Uh, what are their names? What do they mean? All that jazz. And I don't want to ramble on too long. It's been 28 minutes. And if I'm honest, my tits feel like they are about to burst. Um, if you would like to support my habit of matching baby clothes, you can now buy COVID masks, which is so exciting. And they say namaste two meters away. And you can have the meters spelt in uh, American or English, whatever you fancy. Um, and they are now available for just nine pounds. Uh, so you can find the link for that on my Instagram. I will leave a swipe up thing on my stories and all that kind of stuff. But um, yes, I am not working now. I'm just a, a milk machine at home so that would be really great if you if you need a mask if you're in the market for a mask if you don't want covid check them out i will be back next week with a normal episode i still haven't answered all the questions that you asked last time so i'm going to do a two part question and answer episode i think and i tell you what else i'm going to do is a second part which was also highly requested to my minimalism because I've been watching on Netflix, um, oh, what's it called? You'll know. The Home Edit? There we go, The Home Edit. It came to me. 
And I'm a little bit obsessed with um, containing things now. So they have a three-step process. It's like edit, uh, organize, and contain. I never did contain before. Now I'm doing containing and it's changed my life. If you want to know about it, I'm going to do an episode all about it. Um, if you're not following me on Instagram already, I'm at Law of Attraction Changed My Life. Or if you want to see multiple, multiple, multiple pictures of two little baby girls that are the cutest things you've ever seen in your life with little matching hats and little matching everything, um, then my other Instagram, like my personal one is Francesca Amber. So come and join the Twinspiration over there. Thanks for listening. The Law of Attraction has changed my life. It's going to change yours too. What up, bitches? It's no secret that reading has changed my goddamn life. I think it's incredible that people put their entire life's work, their teachings into a book that often costs less than £10. It's incredible to me. And I am so thankful to all of the authors that have helped me on my self-development journey. And, you know, I have the UK's biggest self-development book club. There's over 3,000 of us reading along each month. But maybe you're thinking, Fran, I ain't got time to read. Who do you think I am? Barbara Cartland? No, you are busy. You are girl bossing it. You are living your goddamn life. And I get that. I see that. I hear it and I value it. And that's where Audible can come in. If you find yourself only with the time to be able to listen to something, but to not sit and physically hold a book, maybe you have a physical job like um, cleaning or whatever, where you are using your hands or maybe you're a crafter. And you want to be able to just listen to something and to learn on the go. Or maybe you're driving a lot and you're able to listen to a book, but you know, it's illegal to read a book and drive, bitches. Don't try it. Then Audible may be for you. I have a 30-day free trial that you can have a little go at and see if it's for you. You can download millions of books to your phone or to your laptop or whatever you fucking want and listen to it wherever you are. Um, So check it out. Um, I'll leave the link down below. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.